Good morning, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Messy Masterpiece Podcast. Happy Monday. We want Mondays to be joyful for you like they are for us. Well, they're not always, but we try to make them joyful. We don't want people just to feel like, oh my gosh, it's Monday, back to the grind. No, this is an exciting time that we are. We're breathing. We, we have a chance to, to experience God today and to love on our neighbors today. So let's be excited about those opportunities. And I think Tori has a good devotional today. Oh yeah, I'm Chad. And I'm Tori. Welcome to our podcast. Let's just jump into it, guys. Happy Monday. Today we are in John, specifically John 4, 24. And the devotional is titled, A Worshipful Heart. And it says, For God is spirit. So those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I want you to worship me in every part of your life. Your worship is an expression of your love for me and a gift of love from me. When you sing of my truth, your spirit will soar high above any circumstance. Your problems will diminish and your faith will increase. When your heart is heavy, sing to me. When your heart is celebrating, sing to me. When you have nothing to say and all hope seems to be gone, worship and sing praises to me. I will surround you with my presence in a tangible way so you will be able to experience a supernatural breakthrough. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, Worship is a gift that lifts us high above our circumstances and brings God's spirit to life in us. There is nothing better than having the truth of God's word that sets us free and lifting our voices to God who saves us. The treasure of truth says, when we worship God, his spirit connects our hearts to heaven. Yeah, I love that. There's something that I I almost had this big epiphany a few years ago when I was really just down in the dumps and my luck, I guess you would say, and nothing was going my way. And I was just like, God, why are you not delivering me from this? And I just had this big realization, this big, like come to Jesus moment where, by the way, I'm not going to say it perfectly, but it was essentially that why am I asking God to remove me from my problems? And why am I not asking God to help me have peace inside of my problems? Because If problems are something that we're guaranteed to have, just read the book of James, you know, we're, we're promised to have problems. Why don't we learn to have peace inside of our problems? And, and that was something that, you know, if you ever read Philippians 4, 7, it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And the only reason that you would ever need the peace of God is whenever you're like in a desperate moment of need, whenever you're in trouble, your your mind is running wild, you're in a hard time, and so you need the peace of God to help you stay calm in that situation. So obviously, that verse is presupposing that you're going to need it. And so for us, I think there's so often, I think there's so many opportunities for us to say, "Hey, God, I want to be delivered. I want to be delivered from this hardship. I, I, I would love to be free from this. But in the meantime, will you please give me peace inside of my problems? Because God's like, I want to get, I, I want peace to run in your heart. That way, if you do experience trouble in the future, you know who to run to and you know who's there for you. And that way, it's not always your circumstances that is your goal. It's, it's God's peace in your heart that's your goal. Yeah, it's so good. It's probably one of my favorite verses. And it reminds me of something we say a lot, but there's a big difference between joy and happiness. 
Because a lot of times happiness means that you're happy with your circumstances, but joy you can have despite your circumstances, joy and peace and the fruits of the Holy Spirit, even long suffering, you know, that fruit of the spirit we don't like to talk about as often. And I just think it's so good. Um, I loved when it said, um, when we worship God, his spirit connects our hearts to heaven. And there's been so many moments for me inside of worship that I've experienced a joy unexplainable, um, a joy that is unlike any other type of joy when I feel closest to God. It's like, genuinely, I feel like my heart is connected to heaven. And so if you haven't had a moment like that recently with different churches being closed and everything that's going on, I really encourage you today to make time to blast worship music, uh, to dance around, to get on your knees, to cry it out, um, to be vulnerable in front of God and genuinely worship him despite whatever is going on in your life. It's really a game changer. Yeah, it really is. And I think it always comes down to, you know, what sits on the throne of our heart. You know, do we truly believe that our life is going to get better when we have this much money, when we're in this type of relationship and we have this type of career? Those are kind of the three things that we look to, to kind of save us from our unhappiness or our, our discontent, Mm -hmm. you know? And so do we truly believe that those things are going to save us? And I mean, the answer is always Jesus is, is, is the answer to those, to those things. The emptiness that we're feeling cannot be filled with things that are of the world. They have to be something supernatural. And so we encourage you to kind of just do a little, um, you know, heart check. Yeah. Yeah, A little heart check or what things am I depending on to help save me from something actually probably shouldn't be. I'm giving credit and power to things that shouldn't have credit and power given to them. And so, because all the pet, our, all the power and credit should be given to Christ. Yeah. So good. Do you want to pray, babe? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Lord, and we thank you for who you are. We just want to adore you, Lord. I pray that each and every person who's listening right now uh, will take a moment to just close their eyes and try to picture your face, Lord. Um, Just try to sit in your presence, that they imagine you wrapping your arms around them, Um, Lord, that you will lift them out of their circumstances, God, that you will give them a bird's eye view, that you'll remind them that you sit on the throne, that you have ultimate authority, that you are ultimate truth. God, I pray that no matter what's going on in their lives or in the world or in their heart or in their minds, God, that they will remember that you are constant, that you are steady, that you are never changing. You have always been and will always be the same. And that is good, that you are a good father, Lord. So I just pray that we will worship you through our words, through our actions, how we love, how we speak, um, that everything we do will be a reflection of the time we spend in your presence, God, that uh, your spirit will be overflowing through us, God, um, that you will use us, but that we will remember that we are just vessels, Lord, for your spirit um, and to be It's just an honor to be able um, to further your kingdom, Lord. And so we just thank you for who you are, who you are to us, and that we get to have an intimate relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the wise words of Isaiah, here we are, Lord, send us. Um, Thanks for praying, babe. We love you all. Thanks for listening, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.